Oh, can yes. you get, can that number get pictures too? Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> we'll post them on the Facebook page if they're clean. Tight. Yeah. If not, we'll if put not, them we'll on put Twitter. Do it if I had like a like a like a mustache comb and like mustache trimming and like I had every like all the tools I needed yeah. to maintain. I had that, but I just <laughs> for this month I'm not. You're. We're gonna talk a little bit about No Shave November. First off, Ronnie, hit us with the intro. All right, welcome to On That Just Happened, the podcast that makes your commute suck just a little bit less. Pre-recorded at the FTC, and let me tell you, it's good to be back in the FTC. <laughs> Edited at Lazarus Bay Studios, recording in high-quality audio for posterity on November 22nd to be aired on November 29th, last podcast of November. Uh, with closed captions on, we submit for approval your weekly source of audio debauchery. I'm Rodney Sinio. Happy Thanksgiving, and um, I'm Adam Flores. And a special return guest in the FTC tonight, long overdue, the inventor of our sponsor's jingle, yes. the writer, so to speak, yeah, the, the lyricist. The live insurance jingle. You and Caesar are the, one, are the ones that can't. Let's say hi. Oh, yeah! <laughs> I was trying to catch up to what you you gotta stand. Yo, what up? I'm Cam Dupre or Diesel, as I got, like to go by. Good to have you back. Thanks for yeah. having me on. Long, like, like Long past overdue. Yeah. Is, Even, is, is the right. last time you're here was the Tusk, the Tusk yeah, Beer Party. Yeah, that, ooh, that was. So it like, wasn't actually yeah, a wasn't podcast, but you were still here. Was still for, here. Uh, and I was thinking about it. I think it may have been right around the same time <laughs> because it was cold as shit. Yeah, and you and you, you was came it really. Yeah, because same deal. They came pick me from the up, up from the uh, from the midway, and then you dropped me off at the. Uh, Roosevelt style. I feel like it was more like beginning of this year. It might have been beginning. I mean, it was winter. It was time. winter for sure. Like I've never seen Cam in the summer. <laughs> so that's unfortunate. But it's, it is great to have you back. Thanks of course, for me back um, on here. it's great to have you back on the actual show rather than just Last posting all over. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fun time though. That viewing party, I had a great time. Yeah, I and and I probably wouldn't have liked it as much if it wasn't like a Kevin Smith film. Because like Kevin Smith is like one of my the, like one of my favorite directors, and right. uh, I don't I don't do well with just like sitting in silence and watching a movie. But like I could do it with Tusk. Yeah. And it was a fucking interesting movie too. Fucking right. crazy shit. Are you glad that you saw it at least? Yeah, I, I loved it. I, I I love his weird fucking horror flicks. Um, like Red State. I liked Red State, man. Like he, I, it wasn't a con- like he even said like, it's not a conventional like there's like a monster chasing and killing people around but it's like a, a very real fear it's not like a boogeyman fear it's just exactly. like which was I thought was interesting and very very different from like anything he had ever done and I was just very surprised at how well it was done I'm just like you, you don't do fucking horrors but like you're fucking nailing this thing oh yeah so that, that's somebody who has a love for their craft absolutely anxious for yoga hosers yes welcome back Rodney as well uh, it's good to see that you finally made it off of I-55 yeah I have a lot of pent up <laughs> road rage and I need to get out. <laughs> it's been a while since... Actually, I was just yelling at the phone in the van. Uh, sorry about the audio being a little weird. I missed out. I actually had a hard time editing the last episode because it's like I would take the phone audio and like match it up with the audio that you gave me. And for a while, it sounds like that we're in the same room, but not really. I don't know. You have your own episode where that it's all it is, you in traffic. <laughs> maybe maybe both of you guys like go in traffic deliberately. Like, <laughs> just like, like 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 today we're gonna go to uh you know fucking uh the Jewel Osco. But we're gonna go there right at five forty five or we're leaving at five forty five just in time we to catch a roll. We've done a couple yeah. episodes in the car. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think that's great. I, I think what, should... two of them? We've yeah. done two up uh, two mobile UTJH episodes we that's call great. them. That's great. I love that. In the Quinja. Yeah. 
That was a lot of fun, though. Yeah. it's It gets a little hard to do your jokes when you're, you know, concentrating on not dying. <laughs> yeah. But it's, yeah. it's a fun time. Yeah. I was going to say, like, you got to do it while you're, like, stuck in traffic. It's like you're not really moving a whole lot. Like, get on the expressway. Like, just ride around, like, rush out. Take the phone out to other people in the car. How do you feel about this whole thing? <laughs> <laughs> just, like, roll down your window. Just be like, hey, ma'am. What are you listening to? <laughs> do you like podcasts? <laughs> Come on in. Do you know the podcast? Open the fucking door. Yeah. Here, take the CD. It's ten bucks. <laughs> Just fucking like hit open the, the the minivan door, slide it back, be like, "Hey, we got plenty of room. Come on in." Awesome. All right, let's get right to the nitty gritty. Shout outs. <laughs> Shout out to Maria. Blah blah blah. Shout out to you guys, Cam, for coming back, Rodney for being here. Big shout. Of course. Uh, I think I did enough shouting out for Rodney and the giant size Jared and Adam podcast. If you guys get a chance, check that out. It's two hours worth of podcast material for an episode. That was intense, but so two far... Two hours edited? Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, what about unedited? About two and a half hours. Oh, okay. Like, that's, like, that's not bad. He, he actually didn't cut a whole lot out of it, but it was just trimming the fan. We were just rambling for a while, but it, it really is a good episode, um, I think. You know, not to toot my own horn. I'm not going to be Roy and give my own shout-out to myself, but still. Shuffy. Yeah. <laughs> Shuffy. But, uh... Yeah, shout out to the guys from B.O.B. that I saw today, Matt C. and Ronnie, who actually uh, took care of me over at Alpine Food Shop, located in Elmwood Park. Great group of people working there. Shout out to you guys. I made Ronnie laugh within the first 10 seconds of us seeing one another, and he laughed probably <laughs> the entire time he was there with me. So it was good seeing a lot of those guys, and I uh, hope to have you guys back on really soon. Cam, any shout outs? Uh, you know, shouts to my Stars and Gripes crew. Check us out on on Instagram, on uh, Instagram or Stars and Gripes. Um, uh, on Twitter, we're um, at SAG Comedy, SAGcomedy.com, Stars and Gripes, it's all veteran touring theater. We perform in Chicago, we travel all around the country, so if you're interested, book us and give us some money and shit. <laughs> nice. Yeah, do that. We support local artists. <laughs> Local, local, local. Rodney? A shout out to my wife, as, as per the usual wifely shout out in every episode. And birthday shout outs, Karina's birthday is coming up, and Nelson's birthday is going to be coming up by the time oh, this yeah, airs. yeah, by the time this airs. Yeah. Yeah. So happy birthday to our, our brother Nelson. Cue the birthday. horns. Uh, also, shout out to Sam Merkel. Sam Merkel. Whose birthday is, is as we speak. That's probably why she never comes on the show. <laughs> So shout out to you, happy birthday, I uh, can't wait to meet the little bugger whenever he shows up, and we'll get to the fuck you segment as to you being the reason why David's not coming on the podcast today, but <laughs> we'll get to that a little bit later. Oh, uh, shout out to uh, John Bell Everts for just uh, winning the uh, the governor's race of Louisiana, um, yeah, new, new, new Democrat that just got, you know, put into office, and um, he's be a good turn for Louisiana people. It's got nothing to do with us here in Chicago. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no not so much. Not, no, not at all, but it's all in my news feed. Oh, yeah. thank God. Yeah. All right, what do we got for podcast news, Ronnie? Theme music, go. Everybody's talking about my podcast. I got my podcast. I got my podcast on. So, I'm making a decision to post every episode of UTJH with whatever random hot chick that we talk about on the show. Because for whatever reason, <laughs> numbers always go up when, I, like, Elizabeth Henstress was the last hot chick that I put. And, like, by the time I posted it, there were, like, four listens. Like, before I could even... They probably assume that she's on the show and get really fucking disappointed. <laughs> 
Elizabeth Hentress, if you want to be on the show. Have you seen Natasha Hentress the first time? No. Sure. Elizabeth Hentrich, yeah. Let's rewind the tape on that one. <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty sure I said Elizabeth Hentrich. Either way. Who's doing a great job on, uh, we'll get to that, uh, am I just on? <laughs> <laughs> Do you not like Elizabeth yeah. Hentrich? <laughs> is she your gatekeeper? That's kind actually, of impressive. I actually don't know who that is. She's on Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's why I don't know who that is. Yeah, yeah still an she underrated hot chick. Yeah. Yeah. British, okay. British chick. Nice. As an actor. Very pretty. Very, yeah. very, very, very adorable looking. Good perspective. Yeah. Kind of hard to move on to her because, you know, Chloe Bennett's on the same show. Oh, yeah. That Who's Chloe Bennett. Part Asian. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. Asians. There it is. That's either going to make or break anything that you tell a guy. <laughs> she's part Asian. It either turns into, ugh, or... Well, well, uh, I hate to just be like, oh, yeah, Asian, but, like, I've just been, they've been on my mind lately. <laughs> He's like, but, yeah, ugh, Asian. But, <laughs> man, I used to work this this uh, Asian restaurant and like I had, I was just like wanted to sleep with every server, like every female server, and uh, yeah, because they're Asian. Pan, ex- Pan Express will do that too. <laughs> yeah, hey, man. you can't beat that fucking that two hundred combo. Oh my god, or sugar. <laughs> Which real quick, fuck you to Panda Express for discontinuing the orange chicken with bacon. Yeah, fuck that was you. amazing. Yeah, that was a little too much of a good thing. No, it's not. What's the rest of the podcast news? <laughs> um, so yeah, we've got uh, increased uh, listeners and, and just random kind of one-off listeners, and that's how you can tell. It's like okay, they're probably just listening to it. So the picture of the hot chick, but welcome to the show. Hope you enjoy it. I uh, hope you keep listening. Um, new listeners internationally in Antalya, Turkey, Colon, Germany, Bogota, Colombia, Guatemala City, Guatemala, Farnborough, UK, Femali. Speaking of uh, uh, Ronnie, it's pronounced female. <laughs> or actually, Flamali. Oh, I thought you said Denali at first. Flamali. <laughs> I heard Flamali. I'm like, it's female. Uh, it's Flamali. Uh, oh, Flamali Belgium. That's where the joke came from. <laughs> I was like, ah, I don't get your reference, but you said it funny. <laughs> Cam at least gives me the courtesy laugh, which is nice. Yeah, like, I'm not going to be a dick. Like, it could have been something I thought was funny. I don't want to miss out on the laugh. Like, you can explain to me later and it'd be hilarious. I'm like, oh, I'm glad I got in on that laugh when it was... It was primed. It. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You, you can always take back my laugh, too. I'm like, that wasn't <laughs> funny, so don't just disregard my laugh. I'm going to write that down in your diary. I laughed at something that I didn't think was funny today. Take back. Take take back. <laughs> Never trust him again. Uh, more listeners in Vienna, Austria, Athens, Greece, Corithba, Brazil. Corithba, I can't even try it. Uh, Frankfurt, der, Frankfurt an der Order, Germany. Takshent, Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan. Very nice. I've been to I've been to Kyrgyzstan, which is just south of Uzbekistan. Is that who Uzbekistan thinks are assholes? <laughs> yeah, Uzbekistan. <laughs> they're, they're the assholes. <laughs> uh, and then repeat listeners, of course, in Amsterdam, Netherlands, uh, Dublin, Ireland. Welcome back to the show. New listeners locally in Picayuni, Missouri. God bless you. Provo, Utah, Sacramento, California, Long Beach, California, Marietta, Georgia, Newburyport, Massachusetts. And, of course, uh, thank you to all our, our larger audiences in uh, cities around the United States. Aurora, Chicago, Wichita, San Jose, D.C., Mountain View, California, Ashburn, Virginia, Hanover Park, Miami, and Fort Wayne, Indiana. Also, podcast news, we are exactly, at this current moment in time, nine listeners away from getting 300 likes on our Facebook page. So oh, shit. Please, please promote our page. Uh, we'd love to be over 300 Wish I had some sort of incentive to. If we get over three hundred likes, we'll. Cam will take several pictures topless. Yep, and put them on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I'll do we'll, that. We'll black out your nipples just to make it even more awkward. <laughs> yeah, please. I want little crosses on them, <laughs> like a Suicide Girls. We're gonna talk about religion on the podcast. Maybe we'll maybe we'll just call <laughs> it tease for now. Tease. Yeah. 
T's. Just a couple T's. Just a couple T's. T's. Just a couple T's and my T's. <laughs> All right. <laughs> a T T on my T's. <laughs> I think we got a podcast name. T's. <laughs> T's on my T's. T's on my T's, please. T's nuts. <laughs> got him. Oh, man. There it is. Alright, moving on. Alright, moving on to the um I just saw portion of this show where we talk about things that we've obviously seen. It has been a very, very busy week for me. So, I haven't really seen that much, but I have managed to see all the Star Wars leading up to and including Empire Strikes Back. Nice. So, the only thing I have left right now is Return of the Jedi. Yes, for those that don't remember, I have seen all of them. So, don't look at me like, the fuck, he's only watching Star Wars for the first time? You're just priming yourself. I'm priming myself for The Force Awakens. I do that all the time. And I love it. I love it so much. I think I'm going to talk to geeks to go about maybe writing something for the website about my love for Star Wars from a not-so-nerdy perspective. Because, yeah, I'm a nerd. Everyone gets that. You can see it all around. Mm-hmm. But I don't know the history of the characters like most other people do. Like Grand Moff Tarkin? Yeah, like I don't know his backstory. I know his name is Grand Moff Tarkin. I know, you know, Admiral Akbar and stuff like that. But I'm going to just write about it from a movie lover and a guy that happens to be a nerd's perspective, if they allow me to do so. But I love the series. Completely love the series for all its faults. I think it's awesome, so... This is going to be the first J.J. Abrams one, right? Yes. Yeah. A lot of pressure. I mean, he Indeed. did such a great job with Star Trek. You say that, but I've actually, like, I was talking to my roommate about this. Like, there's so many mixed reviews. I I haven't seen it. I'm not a Trekkie. Not into it. Um, I'd watch it if I were you. I'm not going to be into it. I, 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 I've tried myself on those things. I'm just, I'm not a big fantasy sci-fi person. I got lucky. I like Star Wars. I like nothing else of the sort. Nice. No, no Harry Potter. No Lord of the Wings, no no Star Trek. Um, Starship Troopers? No Starship Troopers, no Stargate. No Avengers? No Avengers, none of the comic book stuff. But I like Star Wars. I like Star Wars, that's that's it. But yeah, I... I, uh, Get out. (laughs) (laughs) Podcast over. But like, I've heard like mixed reviews st- about Star Trek, and I, I know there's two of them. Maybe one was the better than the other one, but they're much more action oriented than most people think. Uh-huh. Most people that are standoffish to the Star Trek thing because they see they might it's see movie, what, not, the, not what the old ones were. Yeah, and they were very kind of dry. They don't get me wrong; they had action, but these movies are so much more action, and they're actually funnier in a lot uh-huh. of ways. You can tell they took it seriously, but at the same time, they're just like, we're going to make a fun movie to watch, more so than keeping with the lore of Star Trek. Star Trek, that's yeah. good. Well, that's probably where a lot of the mixed reviews came from, because I'm sure the super fans were just like, that's not right. Yeah. And then like everyone else was just like, oh, what a fun movie. They're well, smart th- about it. I think one of the big uproars was the, the snubbing of uh, William Shatner. Yeah, I think that was Shatner's fault, though. I think... I, I, the who best feels- I heard William Shatner did or said something that they're just like, no. But Leonard Nimoy's in it, so... Uh, who the fuck really likes Kirk more than Spock? Give me a break. Did you guys know that? <laughs> did you guys uh, you know, know about his books? Leonard Nimoy's books? Oh, uh, I Am Not Spock. I Am Not Spock, and then his, <laughs> the sequel was I Am Spock. <laughs> Once he figured that he wasn't going to be getting a lot of money, yeah. and he did things like Seaman uh, for for the Sega Dreamcast. You guys ever see anything about that game? Seaman? 
Seaman, S-E-A-M-A-N. If you ever get a chance, look up the Angry Video Game Nerd and watch his review on Seaman. That shit is fucking hilarious. And Leonard Nimoy does the narration for this video game. Oh no. Was he a jerk off in it? Seaman. <laughs> no. Anyway, right. uh, I have not seen the Jessica Jones series, even though it's already two days in. I haven't seen a single episode yet. I'm very, very excited. Have you heard about this? Do you have Netflix? Jess Jones. Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. It's, it's a it's a Netflix series based on this chick with superpowers that happens to be a private investigator. Okay. Or no. she's a private investigator. You've seen Breaking Bad, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse's girl, Jane. She plays Jessica Jones. Oh, okay. And it's it's very real world based with a little bit of the comic book stuff. That show and I think Daredevil you'd like more because mm-hmm. it's more real world based more than fantasy right. based uh-huh. and it happens to dabble in the comic book shit. Yeah. That's so. the stuff I'm kinda I'm more into. <clears throat> Have you guys trick, seen trick uh, Ant Man? Yes. Yeah. Pretty good. I, I mean, I like it. They, I'm a nerd. Yeah, you yeah. love it. I'm a nerd. Is that a that, is that a real character? Is that yeah. a real like? Yeah. Okay, that's he's dope. he's gonna be in the next Avengers. I'm really? Sure. They they cleared a, a sequel to it. They're they're pushing back the what movie did they push back for? Doctor Strange. Mm. And that's Paul Rudd that did that. Yeah, that? super cool. I'm a big fan of Paul Rudd. That's another reason why I really like the moves that Marvel makes. It's like, yeah, here's Paul Rudd, a guy that nobody would ever think should play a superhero. Yeah. And he, he killed it. I think he did the role really well. Yeah, pulled it off. All right, That's have awesome. you seen anything? Uh, oh, man, movie? I'm bad at movies. Doesn't have to be movies, TV shows, a show, an actual show that you've seen for the people that, you know. Um, What am I watching now? Um, Jeez, I just started watching Bob and David on Netflix, the the uh, Mr. Show revival. Oh. Uh, David Cross and Bob Odenkirk. So now uh-huh. they have a they have a they revive their thing. It's called uh, it's called uh, with Bob and David. It's it's five episodes. It's on Netflix. Um, it's a Netflix thing. Uh, so it's the the real title is Netflix with Bob and David. Uh, I'm a big fan of those guys. They're great. I love their writing. I don't think anyone else can do sketch comedy on the show like they can. I saw SNL this past Saturday. Really with a, good. With Adele? Huh? Yeah, with Adele and Matthew McConaughey. And I caught on to it late, but they had this one sketch about, like, um, it was like a game show called, like, Should You Chime In? And it was, like, these contestants. And they made, like, a really great point behind it. Like, you see all this, like, such controversial things kind of happening around the country today. And certain people, personally, a lot of people I went to high school with, like, to pop off and, and chime in and fucking throw their two cents in and it's like you live in the backwoods of Louisiana you've never even seen a fucking uh, Islamic person like shut the hell up so it was like stuff like that, but it was it was really funny because it's like you know should you like here's the situation should you chime in and then like of course everyone goes uh, yes and they start to chime in. it's like no you shouldn't it was I'm really bad at, at telling it but <laughs> it was great it was, it, it was a really funny sketch that had a solid message behind it and, and I couldn't have been more on board with it. Well, you're a fan of sketch comedy anyway, so th- between those two things, that's a very you got SNL and <laughs> Bob and David. Yeah, it's. it's uh, you written all over it. Yeah, so what, what else have I been watching lately? Um, I got a question for you. So, you ever watch Nickelodeon growing up as a kid? Mm-hmm. Do you remember a sketch comedy show on all there? All that? No, uh, even prior to that. The Roundhouse? Ooh. Oh, You're younger than me, though, right? I'm 27. Yeah, he's, that's... but I mean, because I don't, I don't know that. You know, salute your shorts. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah it was of that era, the Roundhouse. It was sketch comedy. That was um, 
But every- that Roundhouse was still just a little bit before my time. So I remember so you shorts. I remember Dude Ranch or Hey Dude. Yeah, yeah. It was called. No, it was it was actually after uh, Salute Your Shorts. It was like oh, in, the, wow. in the second generation. It's called Roundhouse. It's called Roundhouse. It was called the Roundhouse because it was um, it was like the ABDC stage where like the stage it's was running around. Yeah, and all of their sketches were done with cardboard. So like they would do cardboard cutout, like not even like paint cardboard. They just like cut out cardboard and like they would do sketches with cardboard. I remember it being a really great show because it was not only sketch comedy, but they would sing, they would dance, they would do other with like no no like curtains. So like a variety show. Yeah, more like situational, like it's. It's more like scenes. And yeah, shit. yeah. Scenes. I, and I don't like know that. if you remember. You can't do that on television. It's it's the original show where uh, people would get slimed. Uh, That's what spawned that. It's like Nickelodeon's like original series. You can't do that on television. Yeah, Roundhouse. It's so great. <laughs> I remember uh, all that. All that was the shit. Yeah, I mean, it does a little past my time with uh, Keenan, Keenan, Keenan Thompson, yeah, yeah. Kel. Mm-hmm. You know whatever. Not so Thompson. Not, not Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> Keenan Thompson and Kel Mitchell. Yeah, there you go. Keenan and Kel. That dude's a fucking rock star, man. They just did a, I think on SNL, they brought back Keenan and Kel. Or, no, it was uh, Late Night with Jimmy Fallon. Or The Tonight Show, whatever fucking his shows. Oh, called. man. They, they brought back Keenan and Kel at Good Burger. That's no, so... Uh, like, what the fuck? Good. Like, you guys brought back... Well, Jimmy Fallon's a genius when it comes to viral videos. Mm-hmm. Between lip sync and all that. Do you hear he's got a new ride? Jimmy Fallon. There's going to be like a Jimmy Fallon ride at Universal Studios, I think. Is it going to lead into <laughs> Jurassic World? Yeah. Are you, what is are you like an history order? of fucking like no idea I, don't, I have no idea what do you that enjoy his like history like. of hip hop I do I do or his history of rap yeah, yeah. the ones he does with, with um... Justin Timberlake super talented mm-hmm. both of those guys Justin Timberlake just performed at the CMT Awards how was that? I heard it was amazing. I heard a bit of it. I'm sure he, he was flawless, but he like the guy he's playing with. He goes, "Is that dude? He's like, he's a fucking master. He can fucking kick and sing, kick and play. He's just all around. He he can do it. He can play the piano, the guitar, drums. <clears throat> yeah, man, he's fucking. I get props to Justin Timberlake. Yeah, man. You he's that guy that you want to hate, and then like if you were to hang out with him, you'd have the time you're. Yeah, with. that's like you meet. That's like the guy that like you know who dates your ex girlfriend, and like you know <laughs> she's like here, I want you to meet my new boyfriend, and like you will be like this motherfucker, but then you meet him, he's like really cool, and you're like shit, this guy's really nice and cool and good looking. Yeah, go fuck yourself. He's pretty cool. And he has a long list of hot chicks that he banged. I bet. I mean, duh. Cameron Diaz, Janet Jackson, Jessica Biel. Obviously. So many. Anyway, Rodney, what have you seen? Britney Spears in her prime. Mm. You saw Britney Spears in her prime? (laughs) (laughs) I saw Crossroads too, man. Ugh. The yes. best, the best part of the movie was just like the, the beginning, when, whenever she was in her underwear. Ooh, might be worth a watch now. Might be it's worth literally... watching the scene in YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna watch the whole fucking thing. It's literally like the first ten minutes, so it's like you can pop the DVD and just like cut it off real quick. First, I gotta find the one person in the world that owns that DVD because <laughs> I'm not gonna buy can it. Can I borrow your Crossroads DVD? <laughs> we'll lost mine. Believe it or not. Believe it or not. Believe it or not, I didn't blow it away to pieces with you know my pistol. <laughs> Even just... Netflix is like seriously. <laughs> yeah, it's like really. No, we're gonna pass on that one. <laughs> no Netflix and chill for that shit. Like, no, nah, we'll, we'll, we'll put the Twilight Zone up on there instead. Okay. More people will watch that. Have you seen anything? Okay, before we get into Um, I Just Saw, Um, I Just Heard, uh, the one-off episode with uh, you and Jared. Yeah, the giant size episode. Giant episode, size episode. episode. Of, not really sure about the title, but um, Adam and Jared's... Young-ish Justice? Young-ish Justice. Well, there's like four or five different titles. I don't know what, like which is the title. It's giant size. It's something gay and you... I don't know. Because yeah. we couldn't figure out what to call it. So yeah. I was like, he wanted to call it the annual episode. I'm like, man, we should do one that's the giant size. He's like, well, this is two hours, so let's call this the giant size episode. Whatever. Anyway, I digress. 
So first off, thank you for all the, the niceties and the shout-outs and everything. Yeah, whatever. Um, not good with compliments, so we'll move on from there. <laughs> um, my overall impression, or my overall take on the episode, it was like watching two lesbians fuck. Because it's enjoyable. Were you, were you jerking off? No. Oh. <laughs> like scissoring? It, with respect to, it's fun to be witness to. <laughs> But I just want to fucking participate. That's all I want uh, to do. I want to jump in on the conversation. So, so go ahead. What what did you want to mention? The juggernaut is the villain's powers that I would want. Nice. Because then I would just join the NFL and be a running back. <laughs> uh, shout out, but for the episode, but fuck you because you and Jared spent a lot of time talking about stuff that was already on each other's podcasts. Yeah. So it's like if you would have listened to fucking something that you would have known, then like Jared, if you would have listened to the um that just happened, you would have known that story. And, yeah. Um, Sandra did cry at the, uh... <laughs> yeah, she sent me a text message saying, thanks for making me cry on your episode talking about, uh, when Maria's, when my wife told me that she was pregnant with Ceci. I'm not going to talk about it because you got to listen to the episode. Yeah. <laughs> is, it a, is it a funny story? Or is it like no. a sad story? I mean, it's not a sad story. Or like a happy story? But Sandra cries. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. A good commercial will get Sandra going. Uh, clean it up, Sandra. Yeah. <laughs> get your shit together. But um, yeah, overall, really great episode. Good time, good uh, two hours. If um, you know you're drinking or you're on your commute, you want to talk about, you want to listen to some superhero stuff. Or maybe so you're drinking on your commute. You, maybe you're drinking on your commute. <laughs> if you're not the one driving, hopefully it's a flask on the train. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully you're not. I mean, I don't condone that, but I'm just saying it exists. I'm okay with flasks on trains. <laughs> okay, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not driving. You're looking at the conductor like, too bad for you, buddy. Yeah. I'll trade you. <laughs> a lot of comic talk, a lot of uh, video game talk. Good times. And then um, I just saw, and I'm surprised that you haven't brought that up, or maybe you haven't seen it. Uh, Jogo versus Anthony Mackie. Oh, um, I only saw the Hammer and Jen Jackson part. Yeah, that was the only part that you know. Yeah, I didn't see the rest of it, but Joe Score Eleven is another motherfucker, like super talented that fucking guy. Mm-hmm. Another guy that you just want to fucking hate, and he just seems like he'd be a good MPH guy. MPH is another one of those guys. Yep. There's <laughs> nothing that that man couldn't do. And a woman. I mean, have you seen? Oh yeah, have could, you seen? He could probably do a woman. I'm sure he could. I mean, I'm so sure he, just he has. Want to, which is fine. Yeah, I'm sure he checked. I mean, I'm sure he already checked that place out. He's like, not, nah, not for me. Well, he said he did bang every chick on uh, Doogie Howser, except for the nurse. Oh man, he said that. He said it on Harold and Kumar. Which was, <laughs> which was on today, right before I left to my grandmother's house. I sound like a little Red Riding Hood right now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, uh, I saw Adele pretend to not be Adele. Oh yeah. On uh, Norton Graham. Was it a Hewlett Packard? It's like, no. Oh, Adele, not be Adele. Ba-dum, boom, psh, Adele computer. I got it. Just, okay. That was one of the jokes he's not going to laugh at, yeah. I guess. Dude, uh, I get it. Adele has the weirdest fucking way of talking. It's so funny. For somebody that has such a beautiful voice, she talks like shit. <laughs> She's like, oh, I got to cover up my tattoos. I'm like, your, your what? Tattoos? My tattoos. Your tattoos? You dumb broad? <laughs> didn't, didn't English invent the fucking language? Yeah. Can't they, can't they speak it right? I think I, I think we fuck it up. I think they're speaking it right, but we're There's not. There'll never be a point where I'm going to be like, man, I could go for another tattoo. Did you ever hear Benedict Cumberbatch say penguin? <laughs> penguin. Yeah, he, he can't Ping-wing. do it, right? Penguin. <laughs> penguin. Yeah, he can't do it. He's like, I can't say that word. And he, and he did a whole documentary on penguins. <laughs> 
Yeah. You, you know how the German, I'm sure like a lot of like just like European or like Eastern European, but German people specifically, they can't pronounce um, squirrel. Squirrel. Squirrel? If, if, if they try to say squirrel, they squirrel. say, they say, squirrel, 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 squirrel. I got I'm going to Europe just to fucking. I went down to Florida a couple weeks ago, and this guy's wife had picked me up from the airport, and she was like from Germany, and we were just talking, and, and she goes like, she goes, I, I can't say, you know, how to, like you know, like to tell people we're German is like, you know, we can't say squirrel. I'm like, what? <laughs> and so she's like, you know, squirrel. I'm like, square. And she goes, and I don't know how she described it, but like, like you know, they they wrap trees. I'm like, oh, squirrel. Like, yeah, squirrel. squirrel. For the longest time, I would say crayon instead of crayon. Like, oh, I'm picking up a crayon to draw. Crayons. And then someone's like, it's crayon. I'm like, holy fuck. Like, I, I'm just skipping letters crayon. in there. Crayon. I'm just crayon. I think up until when I was about <laughs> 10, I thought the word was library. <laughs> <laughs> so. I used to say sword and for like the longest time. <laughs> I'll kill you with my sword. <laughs> <laughs> I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. <laughs> Halle Berry on that new Swordfish movie. <laughs> God, that is an old statement right there. Uh, have you seen anything else, Rodney? No, the um, the lip sync battle with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Anthony Mackie with the uh, the Janet Jackson cover, which kind of leads me into our next segment, uh, Down the Rabbit Hole, because that just led me to a whole bunch of old-school Janet Jackson videos. That um, I haven't seen in a very, very long time. When I when I saw that, that I didn't see the video, but I just saw like a little like screenshot of when he did that, and I just immediately thought of like Chuck E. Cheese because they used to have the ones I went to. They would have like posters around the thing of like kind of like so when I was going to Chuck E. Cheese like in the nineties, and then have like kind of like these iconic pictures, but oh, like, like they'll be and Janet Jackson, but they'd be like yeah, but they'd be replaced with like different Chuck E. Cheese characters. So, like one of them was like I remember like that the Janet Jackson one, and like I think another one was like Vogue, and just like just different stuff like that. It was like super like not iconic but recognizable pop culture of the nineties. And they just put Chuck E. Cheese like in the picture. It wasn't Chuck E. Cheese. It was that. Remember, girl. remember how they had that whole band? Yeah. On stage, like the dog, the, the, what was it? What was she, a chicken? Yeah, something like that. A rooster? Yeah. Probably a chicken. Like like they, they had a whole band, like, of the animatronic creatures that would, like, play instruments. See, I always found it confusing because before there was Chuck E. Cheese, there was Showbiz Pizza for me. So then the fact that they changed it to Chuck E. Cheese, because there used to be, like, a gorilla playing the piano. And then wow, they changed racist. it to. <laughs> what, piano? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was all black. <laughs> yeah. No, wait, what? Um, was it all black or the gorilla part? Yep. I thought, oh, never mind. Speaking of that, I don't know if you guys are into video games or anything, but there's a video game called Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh-uh. Have you seen this shit? Uh-uh. Where the first game, you're a security guard, and you're working in what's essentially a Chuck E. Cheese, and you're in one room, and you have security cameras that you can access. The whole premise of the game is that these animatronic creatures come alive in, at night, and if they find you, they think that you're supposed to be in one of their costumes. So they'll jam you in one of the costumes, but they're all filled with wires and bolts and, and uh, cross beams and stuff like this. So, of course, they'd kill you. Yeah. So the whole premise is that these things come alive at night and come stalking you in the middle of the night. But you don't leave the one room. Like, you sit there and your job is to close this door or close that door when you see them coming. And it, But it's apparently just an incredibly, incredibly scary game. Which brings me to what, my... What console is this on? It's on a computer. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Which brings me to my Down the Rabbit Hole. Down the Rabbit Hole, for those that don't know, it's a new segment that we just started last week where you talk about videos that you've seen after going from one video to another video to another video to another video in the 
rabbit hole that is YouTube. Mm-hmm. Mine started with I saw just a random video about The Last of Us, where the React channel had people playing through the entire game of The Last of Us. It's, I think, 20 segments. Each one's about 10, 15 minutes long. But it's so good because you could see the entire game. You could see these kids play it. You could see them cry and get involved. And then from there, it went to the Angry Video Game Nerd showed up, which by now you guys should know how much I love that fucking dude. So I started looking up all his videos, and then it brought me back to the React channel to see all those Five Nights at Freddy's videos, which are also very good. I think they're up to four Five Nights at Freddy's. So is this like an online game, like you play on some website? Or is it no, I, I think it's I think it's a disc-based game. New, I, like, like like kind of current? Yeah, it's for the past couple of years it's been out by now. If, if you get a chance, check it out. If not, just check out the video on YouTube of these kids playing it. Because there's like some gay kid that's playing it and he gets so fucking worked up because of course they have him playing with headphones on too. So they're not just playing the game, but they're playing it with the headphones and stuff and it's uh it's pretty intense. Like the game itself seems pretty scary, but it's it's a lot of fun to watch those. And then of course I started looking through all the BuzzFeed videos. Oh yeah. Have you gone through the rabbit hole at all this week? Yeah, I can't remember, but um let me pull up my YouTube and I can look up my history and then um I can have a better idea. But I do that a lot. Hell yeah. Every time I think of shit. That's why we started a segment. Alright, let's see. Maria thinks I'm weird. Like, I'll wash the dishes and I'll put on, like, a YouTube video and need lean it up. And she's like, why don't you just wash the dishes? Why do you have to watch something? I'm like, I don't know. I haven't thought of ambient noise. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it's that. Sometimes I'm not even paying attention to what I'm doing. But she just thinks it's weird. I watch, let's see, I have a lot of, like, acoustic. I've been, like, looking up, like, just, like people doing, like, acoustic raps lately. I'm trying to... I did see something I, I had to watch, like, over and over and over again. I can't remember what it is. I've also been getting into card tricks, so there's a lot of card tricks on my... Like you know, magician tricks? Uh-huh. And Me I'll too. learn, like... Yeah, those are fun. Yeah, I'll watch, like, 20 videos at a time. I don't even just, know how to do any, and I've always wanted to. I always want somebody to do it in front of me and just break it down. Like, just do this. And I'll be like, oh... You never knew that, like, the nine-card, like, trick with the... It's, it's great. Yeah, what other, like, rabbit hole stuff have I... Going into it, 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 one of these new features on Facebook makes it a lot easier to do that. So like on the Facebook oh, mobile, yeah. it's like if you like if you like play a video on like someone's timeline, it brings kind of brings up a new window, and you can just scroll down. Like I don't know if it like, brings up like the 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 cha- the page that it's on, and you can just watch like relatable videos. Yeah, yeah sometimes it, that's how it starts. And it's it, 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 they make it so easy. It's literally like it ends, and you just scroll up, and it's that's another one's that's right there. That's with you every time you post like uh, one of the kids birthday videos or something then the other kids birthday videos comes up like oh well let's see what he did for you know this birthday and then, then that turns into a pregnancy announcements and that turns into soldiers coming home from war oh yeah and then you know at that point i'm curled up on the sofa by myself holding myself really, really gently you know Crying. Well, I'm not crying, you know. I'm not. I'm not a loser. Yeah, I cry. I hold my tears in like a man. Like a man's man. <laughs> uh, by the way, if we didn't mention it before, salute to all of our veterans. Veterans Day. You guys do stuff that we would never be able to do. So shout out to you guys. Shout out to you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thank you for your service. Yeah. I'd, it'd be better if you were an Asian serving me. But <laughs> <laughs> In that case, you better be tipping me, because that thank you don't buy me fucking noodles. Tipping well, is not a city in China. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of social media, also another new segment that we have on the show uh, called Statisfaction. Facebook and read my Twitter. Do I get my 
Satisfaction. 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 Um, I just wanted to put on my favorite tweet this week and uh, my new friend on Twitter. At uh, Lovable Claire, her status was, as I've said before, I never repeat myself. Ah. That's a quick little clever, clever thing. Now, this could also be Facebook statuses, right? Facebook status, anything you've seen in social media, something that, you know, you liked your status, thought it was funny. I'm going to do a shelfie on that one. And my Facebook status right now is, I was talking to somebody at work, and they said, I don't feel good. And I said, you're supposed to say well. And that person says, well, I don't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I must I have laughed like for about 10 fucking <laughs> I, minutes after that shit. I so. didn't see that. I actually just posted a picture. Uh, you guys will like it, too. It's a Superman like poster from the 1950s. And it's like very, it's strange. It's kind of weird because he's like talking to school kids. And he says, he's like, remember, kids, your school is just like any school. It's just like our country. It's a, a mix of people of different races and genders and religions and, and, and everything else like like that so you know if you hear someone talking bad about them be sure to stop it because that's un-american and i mean obviously that's not how um we do things now or at least you know that's how, how the world is is now um in america fuck that nobody's like that anymore uh, I, I literally just posted it like not too long ago so i, I thought that was very interesting i'm like oh man yeah yeah so i thought that was cool another friend of mine on facebook joe king that's what his name is joe king uh, he posts funny shit every fucking day. So those have to be my favorite things to look forward to. Because he won't just do, like, one funny thing and then dip out for the night. He'll put, like, seven and then just fade into the mist. You, like, you won't see anything from this fucking guy for, like, another week. So that's cool. Uh, shout out to Rodney for putting the whole waffles thing when Prince showed up on the American Music Awards. Rodney's all quick. He's like, oh, I gotta post this shit. And put waffles, game, ha- hashtag waffles, hashtag games, game blouses. Just... <laughs> Blouses. Just to be that guy. I didn't even know what Prince showed up for to do. I just wanted to jump on that status real quick, and he was on like the screen for like two seconds, which is kind of a waste of Prince. Yeah, are we still are we still the the, uh, the rabbit hole segment? Yeah, sure. What do you got? No, I have something that's not for the rabbit hole segment. Oh no! But I did do something very interesting. Not this past weekend, the weekend before that. You guys listen to Joe Rogan or watch Joe Rogan? Ever heard him talk about DMT or ayahuasca? He's real big on this stuff, and like he actually, there's a thing on Netflix called like DMT, the spirits of documentary on DMT. It's called the Spirit Molecule. It's like DMT is in these certain things, and like it's in this ayahuasca vine that grows in Peru and the Amazon. But it's, it's kind of like um, it makes you like trip or like. A a little bit but it's not like recreational it's like it can be <clears throat> a lot of times it, it becomes a very powerful and very spiritual experience and so I recently did an ayahuasca retreat two weeks ago for a clinic study for veterans uh, with PTSD uh, using are you veterans using alternative treatments for their PTSD and not just like kind of returning away from like pills like the VA gives us and just shit like that that's you know that doesn't do any like it's a more of a band-aid, mm-hmm. more than of like a really a, a, a fix or a healing. Oh, they go. It was well, it was an experience. It was it was crazy, but I, I had a great experience with it, and I, I think I learned a lot. So this stuff is like really weird. You drink this little brew, 
and you, you know, everyone drinks, you're in this room with like, you know, 20 other people, and like, you're real close to each other, and like, the lights are out, there's like, a couple candles lit, and like, there's kind of like the chant, like, the guy who's like running has like, a, like some leaves, he's kind of like shaking and chanting, and, and then, you know, everyone drinks this little tea, it's like two, three teaspoons, and, you know, you sit there for like 45 minutes, an hour, and then like, pretty soon people start purging, they start, they throw up, so that's what happens, like, when you, you drink this medicine, you, you don't keep it, you, you just kind of like, let it, keep it in your body as long as you can to soak up all the good stuff and then you end up throwing it back up uh it's called purging it's like it's part of it's a whole ceremony like part of the ceremony is like when you purge it's not just throwing it up and up but you're like purging bad spirits and like just negative energy and then like you know after that after you purge then you kind of you start to feel these effects and then that's whatever it's like, it kind of like overclocks your brain like hmm. your, your brain can just like you're processing things super fast like you never have and you're able to like tap into like your past and like and bring up certain like maybe traumatic events but like you're able to look at it from a different perspective perspective in, in a new light and you make these like personal revelations and like by the time it's all over you've like just learned so much and like made a lot of um uh, you know co- recovery healing but you know you, you've, you've you've just like made a lot of sense out of your out of you know shit that you know you couldn't before and yeah and so it's it's really it's cool things like it teaches you you kind of get to see your inner self as you are and like, it does it's medicine but it doesn't did you, like did you enjoy it though yeah i did no i had a lot of fear and anxiety going up to it so like i just i didn't know what was going to happen because people you, there's only so much you can do to explain this kind of stuff and so like yeah. you know i was going like a pinnacle like a building up point of all this emotion i was actually like crying a lot like up until like the point i drank because i just had so much emotion in me i didn't i didn't know what what part of i was going to tap into or what demons i was going to have to confront because that's so they say like you kind of con- confront your demons, and, but I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't sure. I'm like, like I got a lot of dark stuff in me. I don't know if I'm ready to deal with it all right now. And but once like you know, it, it kind of got kind of got into that. I broke through, as I call it. Once I broke through, because the first night, this first ceremony, I didn't break through. I, I puked too early. Uh, but when I broke through, like yeah, like it was. Um, they kind of refer to the medicine as Mother Ayahuasca, and they so, like she like she put a level of calm over my entire body that I've never felt before. And like that was like her teaching was just like this is the way you should be feeling when you're living your life intense you need to calm down and relax a little bit and just take a breath and you know things aren't as serious as uh, you treat them so yeah yeah it, it was it was a great experience i did en- i did enjoy i walked away with feeling much lighter and uh happier is it like a one-time kind of thing or like a no, regular basis it like, can be a one-time kind of thing but i plan to do it again so here's the thing it's like whenever you take this stuff you're under the effects for like maybe four or five hours and that's just an it's a, it seems like a long time but it goes by like that and um you're by the time that you're coming down that you're not ready to come down so it's like that's not enough time in that realm in that state to like when you're trying to deal with shit well yeah, well, like, well it's like, you just you want to do it all you want to fix it all it's like i want to do everything i but you only have so much time in each session that kind of let the medicine be your guide and it kind of like whatever you're supposed to learn, whatever you're supposed to like go through that experience, it'll come to you. Like it'll show you. So you don't need to search for it too much. But yeah, no, it's not a one-time thing. And I think as soon as I'm, I feel like I'm able to like, cause I'm, I'm still like trying to apply my teachings in my life every day. I'm like, if I get too like bent up, I'm like, calm down, you know, like breathe, remember the shit you went through. But yeah, I feel like once I have that down and I'm able to like, and I feel like I've got a handle under that. I'll probably, 
probably go and do another trip, another retreat, and to try to, you know, continue my journey. Do you think it's for everybody, or do you think it's something for people that have more severe... I would say it's definitely for people that have trauma. Yeah. Like, that, that definitely... Or, you know, like, you know, I think it's not necessarily for people that have trauma. I think it, you know, it could be used for people that are just trying to do some soul-searching. Maybe people that are on a spiritual journey, looking for some enlightenment. But uh, for my... The reason I went there, and, you know, I don't have any experience with, like, I'm not very spiritual. This is, like, kind of my first kind of experience delving into that kind of realm. And then, uh, you know, I'm not, like, you know, I'm not lost in the world trying to find my place. It's like, I didn't need it like that. But I think for people that are, like, dealing with trauma and just, like, you know, it's... Um, I think as an adult, we, we realize that the things that we've been grown up and taught by our parents is not the most correct thing or most uh, the the best way to go about things and so like I think I realized like oh I'm different from a lot of people and I think it's because I was raised a certain way and so I think that like my uh, situation specifically I have complex PTSD which is like trauma on trauma so it's like childhood trauma on top of or my, my like war trauma on top of like my childhood trauma and so it's like it's really hard for me to like figure out what's causing what it's so, like this is like a way for me to like kind of go in there and like kind of pick it apart and uh uh, and yeah, definitely, um, like I said, look at it with a new light and just realize like I'm, you know, have a bit of more understanding about it, about why I am the way I am. And, you know, like I said, I, I didn't think I was living my life too intensely. I'm not like an angry person. You know, I'm not like blood pressure, like always high, but like I've never known that like I was living my life too intensely until I did this experience. So I think it's for anyone that has like, that's just dealing with stuff and, you know, that could be a childhood experience or like, you know, maybe like um, any kind of like attack or assault you may have or any kind kind of like traumatic experience I think that you know you're trying to deal with it this is a way to work it out with yourself instead of like with a therapist kind of talking and that you the therapist is telling you what to do and how you should do it this is a way to work it out amongst yourself and you kind of figure out yeah, come to your own conclusion yeah yeah and you find out what works for you and so I would recommend it it's not I would not recommend I'm very careful to like not describe it as a drug although it is illegal in the US and it's uh, and it's like a schedule one narcotic the reason I was able to do it I was able to do it in a place in Orlando because they were uh, operating under uh, a Native American church we were under, under operating under the freedom of religion law and so uh, it's, it's very like similar like a peyote or very much so very much so it's like actually so this 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 umbrella is I can't no I don't know the word it starts with an O it's like a Native American word it's called ONAC and it's that O word Native American church and so that's an umbrella that these separate uh, independent church independent branches uh, can operate under uh, and yeah they do the same thing peyote all that stuff they call it Santa Maria is another one that they or not Santa Maria something Santa Maria no, I, I think yeah, I know Crystal. Yeah, oh, you motherfucker! <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it. I'm glad you found some enlightenment. Yeah, thank you. It, it was great. It was like such a weird experience. No, I mean with, with the with the veterans that I have known that have actually seen war, because I know a few veterans that yeah they're veterans, but they've never actually been deployed. Sure, sure, sure. And it's not to discount that their service or anything like. that. I mean, that. it just happens. Yeah, you know, sometimes it's luck it's of not, the draw. It's, it's, it's not a bad thing. No, no. But um, it's good that without getting into politics, because we don't talk about politics on the podcast. Sure, sure, sure. But the lack of programs and benefits for the veterans is upsetting. Mm-hmm. One way or another, without getting into policies or politics at all, it, it's upsetting. You know, it's people that deserve it. Yeah. Uh, so at this point, it's it's almost like whatever helps. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I, I for for me, I, I've noticed, and it's not for. I'm, I'm going to. 
I don't think that would be for everybody. Absolutely not. No, that, because that, there's some people with like you know, especially war veterans with PTSD that walk around with a gun all the time, walk around with a knife. You know, they might go through an episode and end up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, I, I would I would say it, it is for it, it can be for those guys, but the thing is that like something I noticed, like you know, just being a part of a lot of veteran groups, is that veterans are angry. Real mad, just bitter about everything, and whether for good reason or not, you know, it, it's it, 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 like a lot of us are just angry, and that's just our attitude. That's how we are, you know, in the military. That's just how we are, you know. The, we're aggressive like that, and I just like once I got out, I was just like, man, I don't want to. I felt like that before and I'm like I don't want to be angry so I think like the first thing is like recognizing is like those guys that walk around it's like holy shit I'm paranoid it's fuck like I am broken that's the first thing admitting that you are broken and then you have to like really want to you have to want this does your improv help you you think um, I think my improv has helped me get to the place where I am today where I realize, where I, I can, where I realize, like, wow, veterans are angry and stuff like that. I think improv has given me... Like, are you able to play off characters that you have in your mind of... Well, no, stuff I... Stuff you want to release, kind of? No, I, I think, more or less, it, it's just helping me have an understanding of just how people work, how humans work in general, and just knowing, just understanding that group of veterans and that, that, that person and why they are the way they are has helped me, like, I can play off... Off of that, I can use that, or yeah, it, it, it definitely helps. Just having that knowledge, it helps on the human side of it because you learn how people react and why people react and what do they react to and the certain different ways they can react and you know what them reacting means. But yeah, I think it's definitely for you know any veteran that you know definitely wants to get help. That's like one thing. Like I was with this group of like 15, 18, close to 20 other people I didn't know, but we bonded super quick because like. We immediately established a safe place where we're at because the first thing we did, we kind of went around and just like introduced ourselves. Good Lord. And like everyone like kind of admitted like, like this is why I'm here. And so like we, everyone like immediately admitted like, hey, I'm broken and I'm here for help to like get to make myself a better person. And so like we all like bonded on that, like just super quick. So I just felt like safe and close to these people. But yeah, like so you have to admit that you're broken. You have to want something like this. And you know, like I said, it's not... It's certainly not for everybody. Some people are not going to, you know, you need to be open to this type of thing. It's, this is, this is certainly alternative medicine. This is, you know, very much, I wouldn't, I don't want to call it an experiment because this is an ancient medicine that these people have been using this in the Peruvian jungle for hundreds and hundreds of years. But yeah, I think it's definitely something, it's something I would recommend for people that are looking to better themselves, looking for healing on a soul level. Have you ever seen the movie War at Home? I have not. It's Emilio Estevez. He also directed the movie. Is that about... <clears throat> he comes back from dad? Vietnam. He uh... comes back from Vietnam and like he just got back. And Martin Sheen is his dad in the movie. And Kathy Bates is his mom. Carlo Gugino's in the movie. It's a really good cast. It's an older movie, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like from, I think, maybe the mid-90s. Mid it was recommended to me from somebody else, and it's it's this guy dealing with, you know, PTSD. Like, in a, in a time where they didn't call it PTSD, essentially. Oh, yeah. Really good movie. I read, really good movie, I read um, Rob Lowe's autobiography called um, Stories I Only Tell My Friends. And um, so he grew up next to the Sheens. They're, like, been friends since they were kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should say the Sheens, the fucking Estevises. And uh, I, th- I almost thought it was a, you were going to say it's about his dad. Because apparently when Martin went over to fucking film Apocalypse Now, he kind of came up a little fu- He came back a little fucked up. 
Really? Yeah, yeah. Just like, just you know, if, if you guys, I'm sure you guys see that movie. Can't be any more fucked up than how Charlie Sheen is right now. No offense to Charlie Sheen with his fucking you know high five or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in general. Yeah, well, I mean, Martin Sheen or uh, what's his face was also in the that platoon movie too. I just realized. But yeah, I thought it was about that because like he had mentioned that you know he went off to do that movie and came back a little fucked up. I heard a, I heard a lot of that cast were a little a little fucked up. I bet yeah. it was a fucked up movie. Whoever played that. There are two versions of it on Netflix. Redux. I haven't seen, I don't think I've ever seen Redux. Uh, I I don't know the difference. Probably just like the director's cut or something like that. Like, Uh probably a long needed. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) You want to move on? Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, let's go. The story? No, dude, I I get you. I'm I'm tired, man. Me too. It's one of those days. I've I've been up. And I've drank a whole lot. Last night I didn't have anything to do, so like I walked out and I'm like, all right, some part of this is American Legion, and uh, there's like we have a bar in there. You guys should come over there maybe after we see a show or something like that. So anyway, if you're a member, you have your own key. It's Key Club. You can open the place up. We got a full bar, full table. No one works there. Everything's on the honor system. We got a cash register that's the old school fucking like back in the fucking fifties and shit. I'm out for that. It's great. It's super cool. <laughs> Just for the pool table alone, you sold me. And we have a jukebox too. Oh wow. And so, um, so I, I decided to go. I'm like, uh, you know, my, my, my friend has a lady friend coming over here and they're getting ready to Netflix and chill. And so I'm, I'm rolling out to go to this bar and uh, I see my buddy who's just walking down the street. And so we hop over there. So anyway, we go to this American Legion and we're the only two there. We just get like shit house, just <laughs> like dollar tequila shots. Uh, everything's super cheap though. It's like drafts like two fifty, liquor's like three bucks. Uh, they're trying to get rid of tequila. So, uh, yeah, dollar tequila shots. Yeah, we're going. <laughs> yeah, definitely go. But yeah, we just got like super hammered and like I woke up this morning and puked and <laughs> yeah. Yikes. So yeah, I'm pretty tired. After <laughs> yeah, all that, I'm pretty yeah. tired. Yeah. Well, speaking of things that, uh, on a lighter note, they have I thought to you were going to say, speaking of things that make you puke, um, that you have to deal with, uh, we have to deal with uh, some mistakes that we made. Correct. On this. So I'm sure there are several. Well, right now we had a few pointed out to us. Um, shout out to Liz. One that I didn't remember. I thought I, thought I had corrected the Constantine thing, and then I reheard it. I'm like, oh, I guess I didn't fucking correct. It. I wanted to, but I just did. Oh, where Constantine is uh, British, not Australian. Yeah. Shout out to Liz. Liz. Thank you, Liz. Yeah. And also, Liz is the one who introduced us to swingers. Yes. Way to go, Liz. Yeah. Swingers. Uh, John Favreau yeah. and Vinnie Vaughn. Graceful. That was like their first movie that like put and Heather Graham. Vinnie Vaughn. Ooh, yeah. Heather Graham was in that. <laughs> But not Heather Graham's first movie. No. Heather Graham was in License Boogie to Nights? Drive. Uh-huh. What came first, Boogie Nights or Swingers? Um, I want to say Swingers. What came first, Graham. Swingers or... Uh, Maeve? Uh, Rudy. Rudy. Rudy was way I first. I think so. With John Favreau and Vinnie Vaughn and that. Yeah, that was John Favreau's first movie. That was his first gig. He was an improviser at I.O. at the time. That is a great... <coughs> I mean... They do a good job in that in those roles as well. As Vaughn is the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Any other corrections? Thank you, Rain. And then uh, when I think of you is the Janet Jackson video that I couldn't think of. The one shot video as I'm all about. One shot videos. I get hungry. I know it's talk. Yeah, I love it. Classic. Yeah. Instant. Instant classic, man. I listened to the shower last night. <laughs> is that it? Nope, that's all the questions we had from the last couple episodes, but don't fault us for that, because we all make mistakes, and we all have regrets in life. But whatever regrets are, paying too much for insurance should not be one of them. So for seriously good coverage at a seriously low rate, call 312-945-6254, or visit the website at limbinsurance.com. You got a free quote today. That's uh, ALIM for a limb. 
Because they're not going to charge you an arm and a leg. Lem insurance. Uh, it's good happens. It happens. I remember how that goes now. <laughs> I remember you and Caesar were so happy that they debuted it. Shit happens. All right, moving on to the fuck you department. Here we go. Big time. Uh, fuck you to Maria and her cousins. Uh, and Sandra for keeping me up at night while I was trying to sleep to go to work the next day. Granted, you ladies don't get very often to hang out. I get that. I also get that you all live a certain amount of distance from one another. I get that. But we don't care. But I was trying to sleep <laughs> and you wouldn't let me. So fuck you. So Maria got a shout out of fuck you in this episode. The new hashtag sorry not sorry. Uh, fuck you to the new Louisiana governor John Bell Edwards. <laughs> because even though he's he's taking over in January, I'm sure he's going to fuck something up real bad. Well, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, you know, my people down there. My people. These are your people now. We're your people. Yeah, you. Yeah, for, yeah hell yeah. I mean, I got... <laughs> People. You're suffering through the cold with us. I know, man. You're our people now. No, that's true. It's very true. That's very true. They're not up here suffering with me, so, so never getting, mind. You're getting whiter by the year oh, because of the cold around tell, here. Oh, I, I know. <laughs> so pasty, pale. Every time I go back, like all my friends have like nice tans, and uh, I'm like, ugh. Uh, like, nah, I'm gonna just keep wearing these long sleeves. Don't worry about it. Rodney? Uh, my fuck you goes out to the Comcast Service Center. I had to return a, um, a DVR box, and that place is god awfully miserable. I actually, if I had a choice whether or not I wanted to go to the Comcast Service Center or the DMV, I'll take the DMV. Mm. Is that the one on North Avenue? No, I didn't go to that one. I went to the one that's closer to the South Side, on, uh, uh. which is probably my mistake on Western. They actually have, it's so bad over there that the people who help you out are sitting behind bulletproof glass. Mm. And they have that whole system where it's like if you need to give them equipment, you know, it's not hand to hand. You need to put it in the box on the side of the wall. You know, close the steel door and they oh open it up God. on the other side. Of the <laughs> I went to a KFC that was like that. Oh, uh, Bronzeville? No, this is this was on Division and Grand. It's, Grand. It's, oh, it's Grand. Closed. It's closed now, so that goes to Jason and I. Shout God. out to my cousin Jason, who's been on the show that we need to get back. Uh, we we walked. We took the bus downtown, and we're, we got off there. We're like, you know, we gotta get something. We walked in. We're like, there's fucking bulletproof glass here. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's it. I used to live on the south side, like 35th Street, right around Bronzeville, and there's a KFC, and we used to get, because I think it was like a KFC next to a Popeye's. Uh, across street from <laughs> They're Harold's, probably shooting each across, other. Across the street from Harold's Chicken. <laughs> Um, oh, wow. Number 14. And so, uh, yeah, same thing. It's like you walked into uh, <laughs> in the KFC, and it's like a bank because there are no chairs. There are no seats. You walk up. It's like you walk up to the teller, and even the drive-through, like, it's through a bulletproof class, and it's just like, all right, and then she like, pushes a thing, and, like, it, it's like a big revolving door, and it comes out, and, like, you you put your money there, and then she pulls it, and, like, shuts and spins back in, and same thing, like, she just, you know, your, your food comes out, there's, like, no touching, no, like... <laughs> It's I like mean, the worst stripper ever. No touching. Uh, yeah. Bulletproof glass. Here's your chicken. What? <laughs> <laughs> they deliver it to you in like a fucking safe. But, uh, yeah, the people, like, I don't know, the employees, the people there were so miserable. Like, it's the same type of DMV atmosphere. Like, you have to take a number. The number comes off the board. Like, nobody wants to be there. You know, DMV, on, if, you, if you're from the area, the DMV on uh, Cicero is actually a lot more friendly and convenient. For, for those that might not know what DMV stands for, it's Department of Motor Vehicles. Mm-hmm. Just so that, you know, for our listeners from other countries, some that might not necessarily have a DMV. Yeah. It's Department of Motor Vehicles. The Department of Motor Vehicles. It's where you have to go to get your license, 
to drive. Yeah, but but here's the catch: it's it's every DMV is run by a clan of trolls, and yeah. so you have to. It's like a simultaneous like I'm trying to get Aaron's done, but I also have to defeat these trolls. Take the sword. Yeah, like it's, the beginning of Zelda. Uh, it, it's, 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 that's what I was thinking. It's like it's like whatever. <laughs> It's like what's dangerous to go along. Take this. When, when you when you finally get it, it's like do 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 do. It's like the chest opens up and you're like, ah, oh, my oh. license renewed. Thank you. Speaking of satisfaction, I saw somebody post on their uh, Facebook one time. They had a picture of uh, the little old man. It says, "Dangerous to go along. Take this." And instead of little numbers they had on the ad on like one of those ad boards, they had little wooden sword cutouts. So you could just rip it off and take one of the. <laughs> thought that was hilarious, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, so it's those those Zelda nerds are really fucking clever. Mm. I do like Zelda too. Oh, that's where that's where you jump into that world. Of- <laughs> 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 well, well, they, they got Star Wars and Zelda. They because the- that's the link. The Star Wars, it, it, it's two completely different mediums. I'm aware. So I mean, like you know, I there has like- to be a Force something really. Triforce, Force. Metaphorians. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, so Star Wars on film, that's like my video game, my, my video game nerd out. You realize I have a Nintendo entertainment system right here, right? Do you? What kind? The original. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn, dude. I have Super Nintendo at my house. Does it work? I gotta plug it up, but yeah, it works. That's fantastic. I just bought Live 97 from my uh, Super Nintendo. <laughs> Dude, I fucking get fucking uh, Scotty Pippen and Dennis Rodman. My buddy always picks John Stockton and Carl Malone. He's the one. All right, moving on to the really, really segment. Really, really is when we... It's almost like a fuck you, but it's more just you're surprised with people. Unbelievable stuff. So today, while going to pick up Cam, Ryan and I are driving northbound on Kilbourne, and it's a one-way street going north, and a woman is just driving south on the same street. While drinking a giant fucking soda, moves out of our way, we drive past her and she just keeps going. Like, instead of just turning down the next street and turning around and being like, oh, I'm going down <laughs> the right way, she it. just kept fucking going. <laughs> She's got somewhere to be. She's just meeting girls really? at the bar. Really? Yeah, it's one way. It's, it's going to be my way. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not taking the highway. You're full of them tonight. Yeah. <laughs> tonight? <laughs> Is it? This is every night. I, I, I don't remember you being so punny the last time I was oh here. <laughs> He's big on puns. I love puns. Puns are Big cool. pun. There you go. Hell yeah. Do you have a really, really? I do have a really, really. So my really, really goes out to... Today, we were running errands and uh, shopping for stuff for Tali's birthday party. So we pulled into the party city for those of you who are in the area. In, uh, what was that? Chicago Ridge Mall. Yikes. So the parking lot for the Party City at Chicago Ridge Mall is basically one lane that kind of goes into the parking lot, and there are like 20 spots that are all not parallel, but, you know, you just pull into a stall. Mm-hmm. So I decide, well, it's an empty parking lot. There's like all the spaces available. There's like one car in like other 20 spaces. <laughs> so I pull into the first spot closest to the door and let Sandra out because I'm staying in the car with the kids. Alexis pulls up behind me. Who's like she? I'm punny. <laughs> <laughs> Alexis pulls up behind me. Right up to the door. There are 20 spots available. Decides not to park, but just wants to... Because it's literally 10 feet of walking distance from the door to the next stall, which would be right next to my car. Um, So basically it just made it really difficult for me to back out of the stall because they were parked between the store and the, the little drive space. So really, really can't park your car and walk into the store. So I was, uh, me and my buddy were driving in his car, 
stopped at a chase to get some cash. And so as we're pulling up, this guy just like in a fucking like Lincoln, some kind of like expensive car, just drive, just parks like a complete fucking idiot, like way over the line. And so my buddy's like, fine, I'm gonna teach him a lesson. I'm gonna per- park right to his left, perfectly in my parking spot, which is gonna make him inches away. Uh, and so I got out first because I wouldn't be able to open my door. So we, we got out, and he's in, inside using the ATM. We got out, and we go inside and use the ATM. He finishes, and then we and then we use the ATM, and he goes to the door, and he looks, he stops, and he goes, can you guys move your car? And um, we didn't. Nice. Yeah. Well done. Are you processing that? Don't leave it too open. So how did he get in? Did he have to clap through the passenger side? And- uh, no, he fucking waited for us to leave first. Oh, yeah. We made him, sunroof. We made him. <laughs> fucking awesome. So he's like, "Can you guys move your car?" And they're like, "Like, yeah." After we do this, next time just park straight. Was that a good really, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just thought, like, how, like you have, first of all, you, you you have the audacity not to park right, and you have to ask that audacity to ask us to move before we're, we're ready to fix your mistake. Really? Really? <laughs> now you ended that really nicely. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, excuse me, that really, really nicely. All right, let's move on. All right, moving on to comic cliff notes. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this so, show must over. Can I get out of here? <laughs> today? Since we're since earlier we were talking about the Jessica Jones series, we're going to talk about the villain of the Jessica Jones series, aka Purple Man, aka Zebediah Kilgrave. First appearance, Daredevil number one. Oh, excuse me, Volume one, number four, October nineteen sixty four. That's how long. Uh, yeah, please. Let me get another shelfie. 1964, this motherfucker's been around forever. Let's see. Born in Yugoslavia, Kilgrave was a spy who attempted to steal an experimental nerve gas. Firing his gun at Kilgrave, a guard hit a canister of the gas stored in liquid form. The chemical spilled over Kilgrave, permanently dyeing his hair and skin purple. It also gave him the power to compel others to obey his commands. Kilgrave turned to crime and became known as the Purple Man. He repeatedly defeated... was Excuse me. He was repeatedly defeated by Daredevil... One of the few people to resist his power. And as much as the Pearl Man could have anything he wanted just by asking for it, he decided to give up on crime. However, the Kingpin and Doctor Doom exploited the Pearl Man's abilities for their own ends. The Pearl Man has a daughter, Kara Kilgrave, who has purple skin and similar powers. She became the adventurer known as Purple Girl and, later on, Persuasion. Now, he is... Five foot eleven, one hundred sixty-five pounds. Who would you get to play him in a movie? Five foot eleven, one hundred sixty-five pounds. Now you could put a wig on somebody. Is he? A, is, he is he a black guy? He, no, he, no, he's Yugoslavian. I doubt he's black. Okay, <laughs> but not a white guy. Middle Eastern. Sasha Baron Cohen's too tall. Huh? Yeah, he's really tall. Who? Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. I think you can get the menacing side down well enough either. Um. Damn. He can't, I mean, he's he's 165 pounds, so he's not a big dude either. You know who I think could play him? Rain Wilson? Who no. Who has the tenace, tenacious look about him if he wasn't such a joke of a human being. I think Shia LaBeouf could have played him. <coughs> like, if he wasn't so fucking off-kilter and weird and people took him seriously. Well, have you seen Fury? Yeah. Have you seen the video of him watching his own movies and crying? Have you seen him freestyle? It's actually pretty good. He's not bad. That's how I saw that video. But still, it just I, all that stuff means I'm not going to take him seriously. So I don't take yeah. him seriously as a villain of a series. I'm trying to think. Which is unfortunate. I'd like to pick like someone that's not white. I'm trying to think of people that aren't white that to play him because I'd hate. I I I don't really like whenever it's well, like I mean, a missed opportunity to like. Uh, like he's they, Jewish, so 
it's not that far from Yeah. You know, I, I thought of... The first person I thought of was um, uh, Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven would Ooh. be good. He's, mm-hmm. he's a little short, but I think he'd be good. He, or he, even, he, even, from, sh- even from Entourage, the guy that plays Vince. Oh, um... I can't uh, think of his name, but I think he could pull it off. Cut his hair down a little bit. Yeah, I think, uh, I think he'd be really good. Just uh, because Kilgrave is supposed to have the... The ability to control your mind if he looks at you. That's the reason why Daredevil's so good against him. Obviously, Daredevil's blind. So. But put purple skin on him. Keep the piercing blue eyes so it offsets the rest yeah, of say, He's got those eyes. Yeah, and I think it'd be good. Alright, moving on to our left to right segment. Now, left or right, for those that don't know, is Rodney and I pick two celebrities, most of the time female, every once in a while male, and we pick which one we like more, physically. Physically? It's so, just physical. Well, no, uh, I mean, it could not, be total No, not package. just physical. Yeah. yeah, yeah, total package. So today we're talking about Taylor Swift versus Selena Gomez. Oh, easy. I'm going Taylor Swift, actually. T-Swift all the way. Yeah, I'd have to Wow, agree. really? I thought you were going to go Selena Gomez. No, because sometimes the person that you had been with kind of ruined you for everybody after that. <laughs> so you don't want Bieber sloppy seconds. No, yeah, for sure, for sure. But you know, even, I, even I, I just beso- even besides I, that, I think I think Selena Gomez has is now just eye candy. That's all she's doing now. She does nothing. I was we were talking about that upstairs. Like her, she does nothing for me. Does she have a good looking body? Yeah, sure, probably. But plenty of women. But do. her face is that of a twelve year old. Uh, I think a lot of people like that. And it, it's it's unfortunate for her because who knows? She could be the greatest fuck in the world, and I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, because I'd be like, no. I, I like younger looking women, not like, you know... Taylor Swift looks youthful still, Yeah, but mm-hmm. she's still, you can tell, like, she doesn't look the same way she did five years ago. Selena Gomez looks like she's five years old. Mm-hmm. With big, thick, the big, thick ass. Sure. But besides that, I'm going to go... And she used to, I think she used to sing or act. Did she, does she do any of that anymore? Like, she sings. I mean, not... Yeah, well, I mean, it's singing alone, she definitely. She sings. Yeah. Her and Rebecca Black. Ugh. But Taylor Swift all the way. She's like a powerhouse. She's fucking... She's killing it. I think she's... I, I, I'm a fan of her. I don't listen to her music a whole lot, but I just... Okay. I like what she is, what she stands for. Secondary left or right. Taylor Swift versus Katy Perry. Ooh. That is tough. I think... I think I'd go Katy Perry. I'm going to go Katy Perry, but barely. Just for bangable purposes, Katy Perry. In terms of all-around package, I'm still going to go Taylor Swift. I'm going to go with Katy Perry because I think she has a great... From what I've seen, I imagine her personality being great and her being hilarious. Or at least have like a great sense of humor. Did I you think see? the same goes for Taylor Swift, though. But did you see that she went to the fucking like VMAs with Riff Raff impersonating Justin Timberlake and fucking Britney Spears? Like that in I the all-dinner thing? Yeah. That's hilarious! Just going with Riff Raff alone is hilarious. Much less you could dress up in costume. I forgot about your Riff Raff. That is love. fucking great. I love that. I love me some Riff Raff. I forgot about that. I think I think that's great. See, to me, it's it's weird that this is going to come out of my mouth. But I see it as who's a greater example for 
someone like my my daughter. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I'm going to go Taylor Swift. Not just because, I hey, she's not walking around with her titties hanging out. Is Katy Perry doing that, though? I mean, she was on Sesame Street with her titties hanging out. They had to cancel that episode. Oh, I didn't know uh, that. But just in general, like, she's, even in their music videos, you got Katy Perry shooting out, you know, fucking whipped cream out of canisters. Okay, and I you get got, that. You got Taylor Swift coming out with songs like Bad Blood. They're walking out with guns with, and, and explosions on that one, though. Yeah, but it shows chicks being badasses. Yeah, that's and, true. And they're not compromising the sexuality mm-hmm. side of it. And, that, and that's one of the things, that's what I said, like, that's what I like what she stands for. I think I think that she's mm-hmm. a, a great role model for uh, for women. And, you know, and that, that is true. I, I like Katy Perry a lot, but she definitely, um... She, oh, she changed she plays, she, she plays with, you know, she, she, she ha- I mean, everything yeah. is all in good fun, you know, I'm, I'm not saying it as, like, to put down or negative, but, uh, but yeah, she definitely uses that, you know... Would I bang her? her? Yes. Do I, what... Is she's she very she's very aware of her sexuality and her and her looks, yeah. and I think she you know she capitalizes on that when she can. Oh yeah, all right. And also Taylor Swift is tall as fuck, which is cool. I see. I'm not into tall girls. My wife's five one. So all right, let's move on to the Uchi movie game. Alright, so the Uchi movie game, Ronnie's gonna pick a movie. He's gonna give me up to three quotes from that movie to try and figure out the movie <coughs> in as few quotes as possible. Sure, sure, okay. For each time I ask for another quote, that's one point. I'm trying to get the lowest amount of points as possible. Uh-huh. Actually, per something gate, we're gonna start calling them shots. Oh, shit. Alright, shots. So, so, so for those of you playing drinking games, the more points... Or the more shots it takes you, the more shots you should be taking. And the idea is you want to take as few shots as possible. Yeah. So. Or for the sadistic people, we could call them slaps. (laughs) So that's for three. slaps. That's three points for one movie. Now, after I figure out that first movie, he's going to give me another movie. I have to guess that movie, then try to figure out who's in both movies. So there's one actor that that is common in both movies. Correct. Okay. But I have to figure out the first two movies Mm -hmm. first. I'm horrible at this kind of stuff, but I love it. I do. I think it's super fun, like little games like this, and like especially like with movies and stuff. That's why we're doing because we thought you would be. Hell yeah! Not just kidding. We did this anyway. <laughs> All right, Ronnie, hit me. All right, first movie, first quote. In America, we have laws: laws against killing, laws against stealing, and it is just accepted as American as a member of American society. You will live by these laws. Hit me again. Do, do, do we get penalized if like you guess and it's incorrect? Yes. Okay. So I shouldn't just like start spazzing out answers. No. Okay. Can you hit me again with it? In America, we have laws. Laws against killing, laws against stealing. And it is just accepted as American as a member of an American society, you will live by these laws. Should I have a guess? Yeah. Because I don't know what it is. I don't is. know what it is, yeah. Do you have a guess? You know, it sounds like it sounds like something could be something off of Gran Torino. Incorrect. For one point. One shot. One shot. Alright. First movie, second quote. Same movie. I mean, I'm 18 years old. It's not like I'm married to her. She invited me over. I'm just being polite. Right, Kyle? Do we get any any clues? Do I own this movie? Because <laughs> that would be upsetting. I don't believe you own this movie. Fuck. Can we get like a like an era? Like a no. time frame no. like that? Yeah. Just the movie quotes. Well, you're on your own for this one. I pass. Next. Yeah. Fuck! Two shots. Alright. First movie, third quote. Last quote. Alright. First movie, last quote. The, the quotes are supposed to get progressively easy. Okay. Playing football at West Canaan may have been the opportunity of your lifetime, but I don't want your life. Varsity Blues. It's correct for three points. I haven't seen that movie in a while. Me neither. And I do own that movie. Do you? <laughs> My favorite quote of that movie, though, is 
Now, you gotta ask him, it has to be true or false. Hey, Billy Bob, I'm holding up some fingers, true or false? True? Is that, is that Varsity Blues? Yeah. Okay, I saw that. Well, what are the other two that we didn't get? The same movie. Oh, okay. So now he's gonna give me a different movie. Oh, okay, I thought those were the two, okay. And okay. I have to pick the person that's gonna end up being in both movies. Oh, okay. gosh. Second movie, first quote. Oh, God, we're gonna die. We're gonna die. No, we're not. No, we're not gonna die. Trust me, he's a kick-ass driver. Is incorrect for four shots. Alright, second movie, second quote. A necessary sacrifice to bring peace to this planet. We cannot let humans pay for our mistakes. It's been an honor serving with you all. Say that one more time. Transformers. Is correct for five points. Who the fuck is in Transformers? And is also in Varsity Blues. Hi, Maria. Hi. Hi, Maria. Excuse me. Hi, Maria. Hi. Maria. Who's in Transformers that's also in Varsity Blues? I never saw Varsity Blues. Um, Thanks. Uh, this, could, this could be wrong. The coach, maybe? The Varsity Blues coach? Was he uh, one of like the the, the, uh, the head military guys? John Voight. It's correct for six wow. points. Yeah, baby! <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Wow. I just... Because uh, he was he was like the president or something, right? The first one? He, he was like the head of oh, the, the head military. Of, yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah, I remember they were locked in that room and like he was in there in the, the cell phone shit. John Voight. Good call. <laughs> I, I, I know no one else in those yeah, movies. Yeah, Mr. Mister, I'm not going to be no, I know no one else. Bye, Maria. Hi. Bye, Maria. What is that that you're taking? Hole puncher. Is that the, the AllSpark? <laughs> I was going to go to Zoolander if you didn't get that... Uh, so how many shots was that? Six? Six shots. Wait, uh, is it six? Because, wait, because we got the third quote on the first movie, so there was two. It still counts, so that's three. Oh, so you still get a shot. Yeah, you get a shot for every answer. The perfect score would be three shots. Okay, okay, okay. First movie, first quote, second movie, second quote, and then you get the actor right away. Okay, okay. Now I understand. I don't uh, even have one. No. What's the next segment? Are we doing three-word movie game? Oh, yeah. All right, so, three-word movie game. I'm going to give three words. Rodney's got to guess the, the movie. It can't be any words in the title, and it can't be the name of a character or anything like that. So, let's see. So we're giving what to Rodney? I'm giving words to Rodney. He's, he has to guess the movie. Oh, not a not a quote? No. Just words and just a title? Just words. Not, not the title of the movie. Oh, so you're just trying to give him to guess? Yeah. Using, like, words. Okay. All right, Gremlin Club Asian. Gremlin Club Asian. Better luck tomorrow? It's incorrect for 100 shots. Gremlin, Club, and Asian. I have no clue. Gremlin, Club, and Asian? I have no clue. Wayne's World. What? Garth's car is a gremlin. They meet at the club. Tia Carrera is... And he Uh, ends up speaking Cantonese and all that shit. Touche. Would you care for another? I'm trying to think if that car was a gremlin. I'm almost positive it was a gremlin. (laughs) (laughs) Who's going to be the first one to find out? Okay, Google. What kind of car was Garth's car? AMC, uh, AMC Pacer. 1976. Yeah. 1976 AMC Pacer. Yeah. Not a gremlin. See, I got a four Grand Chero Squire. I got 1976 AMC Pacer. AMC yeah. Pacer. You're right. 19... Uh... All right. <laughs> so that was no good. no good. I could have sworn it was a gremlin. Actually, it might have been one of those uh, um, AMC... Was that American Motor Cars? It might have been one of those, like, you know, GMC has the uh, the, the uh, Denali and the... Um, uh, Close. It, it, I can definitely see how you got that. I think these gremlins have a little bit, a little too long on the front end. All right, so redo of that one. Or maybe they're made, both made by AMC and, uh, oh, no, yeah, they're different. The gremlin is bigger. Dang. All right, 
So, we're going to redo this one. Let's see. What's oh, multiple choice now? No, it has to be a movie on the rack. Oh, it does? Yeah. yeah. No. Well, it is multiple choice. A through 42. Marriage 6 Sword. <laughs> Marriage 6 Sword. Marriage 6 Sword. Six. Not, um... I don't know where the six is. Is the Princess Bride on the rack? Is correct. Oh, nice. I was going to say Kill Bill. Uh, I don't know where the six came in. I don't know where yeah, the six Yeah, that was six in. threw me off. What was the six for? I would have said five for five for five. The six is yeah. the man with six fingers on his one hand. I had one a second ago. <laughs> Feel free to pick one also, Cam. Yeah, let's see. Um... It's not as easy as you think because you don't want to give it away completely, but you want to make it guessable. Yeah, for sure. Let's see if I can see it over here. Um... Alright, wake up, repeat. Uh it's alright, go ahead. And um and eternity. Groundhog Day in there? Yeah, that's, that's, uh, it. that's see cool. I was gonna go with the Tom Cruise movie if it wasn't the Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Have you seen that shit? Do you have uh-huh. it? Oh yeah, I have Edge of Tomorrow. Oh you do? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it's a great movie. Don't you have it too, Ronnie? No, it's on my uh wish list. Have you ever seen it? Yeah, I watch it routinely. Edge of Tomorrow is an amazing movie. Is it? Yeah. It is sci fi, but Mm-hmm. With you being a soldier, well, not a soldier, but a sausage. <laughs> um, let's see. All right, I think I got another one. Let's see. All right, uh, green daddy and syrup. Super troopers. Green daddy syrup. Oh, is Big Daddy over there? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Daddy can't be in the title. Green daddy syrup. I can't get off. Oh, Super Troopers. is it wedding crashes? Mm-mm. Fuck! Syrup's throwing me off. I can't get off of uh, Super Troopers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he's chucking the syrup. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. What is it? Give up? Yeah, I don't know it. Elf. Of course. One of the main food groups. Candy. Candy syrup. corn. Candy corn. Candy cane. And syrup. <laughs> There's a horrible noise coming out of your machine on the wall. Like, yeah. Oh, that's so good. What are you looking at, Ronnie? I'm zooming he's, in. He's, I, I think he's part. trying to look at the movies. Oh, yeah, I got one. I got one. Cancer? 50-50. No. <laughs> Pearl Jam and Kids. Cancer, Pearl Jam, and Kids. You don't have Patch Adams up there, do you? Pearl Jam. What the fuck? I don't know if Pearl Jam comes Yeah, me neither. Kid, what, what was it? Cancer. Cancer. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam and Kids. Kids. Pearl Jam is what's throwing me the fuck off. Yeah, cancer, Pearl I'm like, Jam. Is any better in any of these movies? But, <laughs> yeah. um, is Pearl Jam in the soundtrack? I don't think so. Uh, Pearl Jam, kids. And what was the first one? The Judge? Cancer. cancer. No. Judge? Fuck! Cancer, kids, and Pearl Jam. What the fuck? Well, I have no clue. Terminator? No. I know it's Guns N' Roses that he was in, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know where the hell Pearl Jam would come in to... I give up. Not, not kick-ass, is it? No. Go. Yeah, I give up. Stepmom. Oh, oh I never actually seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Should have guessed the cancer, though. All right, let's move on to our promotional segment to close this bad boy up. Uh, obviously, we want to promote UTJH, so you can find us all the time, either at Podomatic 
or SoundCloud, Podbay.fm, Stitcher, and anywhere else that you want to. We are on Twitter at UCJH Podcast, so look for us there. You can find us on the You're Gonna Get a Disease Network with You're Gonna Get a Disease. For your current events. Um, that just happened. For your weekly commute. Something gate. For your drinking games. Dodge drunks. For your blackout drinking games. And also the Vagina Dialogues. For the female perspective. So make sure you catch all those awesome shows. And Jared and I are going to get to work on the next Youngish Justice episode. Whenever the hell that's going to happen. Being that we're two very busy people. Cam? Um, I'll just promote myself. Uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Comedian, actor. Diesel Stupid on all of them. That's D-I-Z-E-L underscore stupid. Instagram, Twitter. Also, uh, shout out, I'll plug my group one more time. Stars and Grites, all veteran touring theater. You can check us out. Stars and Grites on Instagram. At S. AG comedy on stars Twitter. and gripes. Yes, stars and gripes. A uh, little play on the uh, the uh, stars and stripes, as we all know. Yeah, we'll be at Second City next spring, so you know, keep an eye out for us. Also, www.sagcomedy.com if you want more information or booking. That's it for me. Right. Call our hotline 385-743-8854. Fuck pie U T G H. It's a uh, blind fuck because there's no C. F U K P I E U T J H. But I don't like that blind fuck's a mind fuck. Yeah, agreed. Also, one more thing I wanted to promote: uh, the art of Nick Prohl featuring Dork County. Uh, my apologies to Mr. Nick Prohl for not having promoted it earlier, especially being that Adam and I are characters in that series. And it's hilarious. Yeah, and it's super funny. A friend of ours has a comic strip that he posts. Oh, and it's really like it. It feels like a Sunday. A Sunday, uh, fun day comic kind of thing, and it's... it's you guys are in there? He animates it? Uh, he draws? Yeah. Well, it's well, not animated, it's just... It, it literally just looks like a comic strip. But it's... It's good. Like, it's based off of a lot of his experiences. It's like real-life conversations and stuff. That's so funny. That's awesome. Yeah. I wish I could do like that. Shout out to Nick. Uh, also, um, check out my album on Spotify. Uh, I'm in a rap group, hip-hop group called A Lion's Game. And that's A Lion's Game. As in a game that belongs to a lion. Album's called Wavelength and Magnolia. We're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, we're on Google Play, we're on Yahoo, and all the other bullshit no one else listens to. But we're on there. Give us a, give us a listen. I'm also on SoundCloud as well. Uh, Diesel underscore stupid. If you want to check out some of my personal stuff, I'm working on a mixtape called Franz right now. That'll be coming out spring of next year, as well as an acoustic album off of um, Wavelength and Magnolia. We're doing an acoustic version of it. So that'll be out early next year. Uh, keep a listen. And shout out to Roy Kinsey, who's supposed to be on today. He didn't get a chance to. Shit kind of fell through. But uh, shout out to him. Check out Wild Child on SoundCloud. It's uh, We actually just listened to it. I, Sounds good. I like it a lot. I think the uh, production and stuff is real good. I like your stuff a lot, too. Thank you, thank you. Very, very different sounds. It'd be really cool if you guys ever got together. And, and it was in the same room, man. So I don't beats, Kinsey. That'd be cool. All right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So let's call it a podcast. Signing off from the FTC, I'm Rodney Sinio. Um, I'm Adam Flores. And I'm Cam Dupre. And um, that just happened.
Ba-dum-ba-dum. Ba-dum-ba-dum. The price is right, Jingle? Ba-dum-ba-dum. 